0: Welcome to the Badass Lightworker Podcast. My name is Ella Sang, and I'm a spiritual life and business coach, master manifester, and lover of all things woo. If you are a spiritual entrepreneur or leader looking to own your purpose and truth to make massive impact in this world, then you've found the right place. It is my mission to empower badass, ambitious lightworkers to embrace their soul purpose, shine their light online with confidence, and manifest their most soul-aligned business in life. You deserve to create your dream reality. And this podcast will give you all the spirituality, manifestation, mindset, and business tools to make it happen. Get ready to raise your vibration big time and to raise the vibration of this entire planet with your life. You with me? What is up, Badass Lightworkers? Welcome back to the Badass Lightworker podcast. And if it's your first time here, welcome. Thanks so much for pressing play today. Nice to meet you. My name is Ella and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a spiritual life and business transformation coach and it is my absolute soul's purpose to empower badass ambitious lightworkers to expand their consciousness, connect to soul, reprogram their subconscious mind for success, and manifest their most lit up life in business. So that's what I'm all about. That's what this podcast is all about. And it's super nice to have you. So today is a very powerful day my friends i am recording this on 11 which is the gateway to the portal of manifestation so there's actually a big astrological event happening right now where mercury conjoins the sun perfectly i personally am no astrology expert so i can't really explain to you what exactly that means but i know that it's a very rare astrological event that sets the energies in place for powerful potent manifestation so if you are listening to this right now on 1111, then be sure to pull out your journal and really get intentional about what you want to be manifesting in your life this is the perfect opportunity to do this work to capitalize on the energy that is all about co-creation so that's my little advice for you is to manifest while we are in this powerful time of the portal's opening. But beyond that, I'm so excited for today's episode because I'm going to be sharing with you an extremely epic soul connected interview that I had with one of my amazing soul sisters. I call her my Asian soul sister, Katie Nguyen. So Katie and I actually met each other during our Yes Supply Master Practitioner training last month and we instantly bonded just over our childhood experiences, the journey that we have both been on in terms of overcoming perfection, um, perfectionism and perfection. And I'm just so excited to have Katie come on today because she has such a wealth of knowledge. Katie is also a physician turned international speaker and life coach. And it's just absolutely amazing the work that she's doing in the world. And so I'm really excited to share with you guys our interview where we chat all about self-love, self-empowerment, unshakable confidence and all that great stuff. Now before I jump into that, I just want to extend the invitation for those of you who haven't yet booked in a free light activation clarity call with me. What are you doing? My friends go down below in the show notes and book in this free transformative 30 minute call with me. So on this call, what we do is that we sit down together for 30 minutes to understand what exactly does your next level in life and business look like? What is it that you really want to manifest? What is it that you want to step into? Then we look at what is currently holding you back from actually elevating into that next level. What are the subconscious programs, the fears, the emotional conflicts that are standing in your way? And together we are going to define a simple roadmap and the next steps for you to take to get from where you are right now to where you wanna be. And of course we'll chat all about how I can support you on this journey. So if you haven't booked this in yet, be sure to head on below, book in your free call, The lightworkers whom I have hopped on these calls with have literally all experienced breakthroughs and holy shifts of sorts within 30 minutes. So I definitely want you to take advantage of this and to be able to experience that for yourself. So be sure to go down below, book it in, and I look forward to chatting with you. Now before I jump into this interview, I just want to give you guys a more in-depth, Bio, an introduction to the beautiful Katie Nguyen. So meet Dr. Katie Nguyen, a physician turned international speaker, master life and empowerment coach. As a self-love strategist and embodiment expert, it is Katie's mission to help women heal the relationship with themselves, to rediscover their truth, and to master their innate wholeheartedness and soul perfection. That literally gave me goosebumps. Katie is infectiously passionate about helping ambitious, highly sensitive women transform perfectionism, chronic self-doubt, and not-enoughness into radical self-love, acceptance, and wholeness so that they are compelled to create a life that not only looks good, but feels extraordinary. And this is so important. And Katie and I dive so much into detail all about this topic during the interview. Katie's journey to self-love and awakening sprang from years of deep insecurity, shame, and self-rejection. By her 30s, Katie was a successful doctor with a highlight reel of accomplishments, material wealth, and experiences, chasing confidence outside herself, yet feeling more empty, unworthy, and alone than ever. Ultimately the universe dealt her a spiritual two by four cracking her heart open to truth, which allowed her to begin healing and finding the courage to lead the life she knew for the life she was born to have. And today Katie is a powerhouse of knowledge, wisdom and intuition extracted from years of healing and training with world class coaches and mentors. Katie believes that your mess, is your message, and I absolutely love this. And we also chat about this during the interview. And Katie has committed her life to helping and empowering others to love and accept themselves, to courageously own their imperfections and spread their unique message to the world. Katie lives by the mantra, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself you have built against it. An ongoing path she is committed to walking to help create more heart-centered, compassionate, individuals in the world who are successful in all areas of her life. So in this powerful interview, Katie and I chat all about overcoming perfectionism, embracing your unshakable confidence and self-worth, how your mess is actually your message and has a higher purpose, and how to embody more self-love and appreciation on a daily basis. We go deep into understanding why accepting all parts of us is so important, and also why being vulnerable is so necessary in today's day and age, and how to show yourself deep self-love as you are stepping outside of your comfort zone. So there is absolutely so much goodness in this episode. I can't wait for you guys to dive in, listen, take out a journal, a notepad because you want to take notes and without further ado let's jump into this interview yay i am so excited and honored to have you on my podcast katie welcome
1: (laughs) thank you ella i am so freaking excited to be here today so
0: thank you for the opportunity yeah soul sister chat coming right up so let's get started with some spiritual speed date questions. So my first question for you is, what's your favorite crystal?
1: You know, that's a hard one. There's so many great crystals, but I think my staple and go-to is rose quartz because it's love and
0: that's what I represent. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually like my favorite one too. I was known as a rose quartz queen because I would just wear it and like hand it out. So I absolutely love that. And my second question for you is, what book is your favorite spiritual staple read?
1: You know, the one that really changed my life and completely brought me to my spiritual awakening is Return to Love, which is Marianne Williamson's, basically her abridged version of A Course in Miracles, Um, because it really got me to understand that it's really, life is really about the choice between love or fear, and it really helped me to connect with that part
0: of myself, which is really love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to, everything, love or fear. It's your choice. Yeah. And what was your most memorable spiritual or soul connection experience? So essentially, this one particular moment where you're like, holy crap, I am so supported. And there is literal proof of real life magic.
1: That one is a hard one to answer. (laughs) But I mean, because there have been so many beautiful, synchronistic moments in my life. I mean, I guess I would just say number one would be my spiritual awakening was really like being at the lowest of my lows and being at a spiritual center and really getting that clear download that I am loved and that I'm supported and that I'm here for a reason. Because prior to that, I was just lost and trying to find things outside of myself to find that meaning and, and purpose in my life. And mm. that was a very clear moment of the divine spirit universe just speaking to me and through me and really showing me the truth of who I am and what I'm here to do.
0: Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love that. And what's your favorite piece of spiritual wisdom that since your awakening has really allowed you to ground back into that truth on a daily basis?
1: I mean, I think the thing that I always go back to is that we... Each and every one of us has a unique journey. And if we can embrace the lessons of that journey, I believe we have a soul curriculum. Mm -hmm. So, whenever you're feeling lost or, you know, alone, to know that you are here for a reason and that everything in your life is there to invite you to learn and know more about the truth of who you are. And so, it's just embracing all the lessons, all the challenges, all the, you know, the things that sometimes we judge and we make wrong but it's really life universe god whatever you call it really loving us Mm -hmm. and having total faith in who we are meant to be and
0: so yeah I love that. Yeah. Just choosing to see that loving perspective in every single situation and knowing that it's all part of this greater plan, this greater mission that we're on. So that's super beautiful. My final spiritual speed day question for you, which is one of my personal favorites is (laughs) what's the most important trait for you in a soulmate partner? Oh my gosh. (laughs)
1: It's because I have a whole list, but I mean, really, to be honest, the most important trait is someone who is committed to their growth and evolution. And that means looking at all the ways that they are blocking themselves to love Mm -hmm. and learning how to communicate how they want love and need love um, and their fears and their dreams and desires. That's the most important thing for me is someone who can communicate that and
0: be committed to their growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so important because then they can also support you on your growth journey as well to be able to share that same value. That's so great. And now let's jump into some exciting, fun, deep questions. (laughs) My first question for you is, can you please tell us more about who you are, what you do in your business and how you shine your light in the world?
1: Okay, so
0: I am a self-love and
1: empowerment coach, Um, and what I do in my business is really what I've done for myself, which is really to help women specifically who struggle with perfectionism, Mm -hmm. chronically not feeling enough, hiding behind this image of, I've got it together, I'm just quote-unquote confident the way that society kind of defines confidence and I really help women truly understand that it's not about who what they're doing because a a lot of the times we'll do a bunch and still feel empty inside we'll have the accomplishments and the titles and the relationship status and all that stuff but I really am committed to helping women tap into their heart Mm -hmm. because when we get into our heart we really then understand our beingness Like, who are we really, you know, the love that we are, the light that we are. And when you can bring that part of yourself into all the doing and the, and the, the pursuit of success, Mm -hmm. that person is unstoppable Um, because then they truly are being filled from the overflow rather than being like chasing and doing from scarcity and lack and not enoughness.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. It's so true because like you said, society has this idea of what confidence looks like. It's basically like putting us in a box like you need to do these things, but it's not about that. It's really about tapping into who you really are and, you know, addressing those fears, yes, that need for being perfect whatever, and that's just part of like who you are, but accepting that to allow your true self to shine through. So, I love that so much. And can you please walk us your journey of how you got to where you are at right now you know your journey of self-development of spiritual growth and of really owning your unique confidence
1: yeah I would love to I you know as an immigrant you and I can relate to this (laughs) I was taught I mean my bread and butter was (laughs) all I had were examples of if you sacrifice and work and do things right and work hard, and struggle, Uh, then you will have what you want, and then you will be happy, so it was a, it was a very, it was very much a, like, conditioning of have do it to have it to then be it, uh and so my entire life, I chased experiences, I chased titles, I chased everything that I thought I had to get in order to feel like I was loved and worthy, you know, in my In my upbringing, my parents were very like fear based and weren't very emotionally available. So I didn't learn all that lovey, mushy feeling stuff. I learned to be a robot. I learned to Mm -hmm. squash things down and that I wasn't safe at really expressing who I was. So I became what I thought my parents wanted me to be to be loved. And so I was a very sensitive child growing up. And I think I really. I suppressed it so much that I went through my adult life, not really feeling anything other than mm-hmm. this, this gnawing kind of like not enoughness. Like, why am I, why am I not experiencing the joy and the happiness that I thought I should be now that I have everything? I became a doctor. I had the six figure income, the house, the friends, the everything that like social media would say, you've made it, you've arrived. And yet like, I was deeply empty inside and lonely and it's because I did not love myself at all. I did not know who I was. I defined myself based on the things that were from the outside and I had squashed everything that was who I was, you know, the, the sensitive, tender, loving person who, you know, that little girl that didn't feel safe to really share who she was. So It really brought me to listen. I think a lot of the times, as independent driven women, we are great at career, yeah. We're shitty at relationships. (laughs) (laughs) I I can totally, you (laughs) know, that was me because I wasn't, I didn't feel worthy of love. So I chased all the good looking guys, and I was an ugly duckling growing up, but then I grew into my looks and I chased all those good looking guys only to be let down, only to then still feel not enough because they were not in a place to give me what I needed. So I, I found my father and all my relationships, essentially Mm -hmm. emotionally unavailable. The little girl still trying to get this man to love her, but he couldn't even give that to her. So I got into a toxic relationship that really like, messed me up. Because here I was this independent, strong woman, but yet I was allowing this person to manipulate me and hurt me over and over and over again. And it wasn't until he finally, like, for the 10th time, like drew me in and pushed me away that like, I realized that he had left me for good. And I remember being on the floor of my bedroom completely, like in the fetal position in so much pain and I didn't understand what that pain was all about. And I understood it eventually that it was that little girl in me that really felt abandoned and rejected, like rejected, Mm -hmm. like my father had essentially done to me emotionally. Mm -hmm. So again, that really brought me to that point of like, okay, my ego had taken really like full control my entire life because I was stubborn And then I just had to surrender to like the pain, like this isn't working, I'm in pain. I didn't really wanna go on to be honest. Um, And I didn't know where else to turn, but that spiritual center, and that's really how I rebuilt my life and how I learned to love myself again and to give myself all the things that I thought I was supposed to get from everything
0: I was chasing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I can relate to that on so many levels. Definitely some interesting parallels with my relationship with my dad, too. And yeah, like I think growing up in that Asian upbringing, it's so much like, yes, our parents cared a lot about us, but they didn't know how to express it. So they would only focus on like, yeah, like you have to be perfect. You have to get the good grades and get the great job. And then you're going to be happy. Like it comes from this place of great intention, but it really does kind of fuck us up. But it then sets us on this beautiful path of spiritual awakening and development. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I want to dive deeper into talking about, you know, perfectionism and this whole idea of like, oh, once you have your life perfect once you have like all of these things, then you can be happy. So I love that you touched upon this older paradigm of like the have, do, and be right. When I have that job, when I have that relationship, then I can do these things and then I can be happy. So what are some of your ways of overcoming this need to be perfect. Now, I know that you have this great way of explaining why we need to have the mess in our message that I want you to share with my audience. But overall, how, how have you kind of gone along in your journey and how do you help your clients really overcome this need to be perfect and for them to see that you really are perfect right now when you choose to see that?
1: Yes, for sure. I, you know, the way that I help my clients really is on many different levels. Mm -hmm. Um, But how I explain it is this, is that like, you know, we're all on a journey and our ego, we have a goal line and a soul line and our, yeah, that's something I got from one of my very first coaches. And it's just stuck with me ever since because we're constantly pursuing our goal line which is our ego, which is what we we think we want, what we think is gonna get us to the promised land. And we think it's this like linear, perfect path because we see Mm -hmm. out in the world, people crushing it and killing it, but we don't see the backstage story. We don't see what got them to where they are and you know if you've ever watched a football game it's like okay the quarterback throws the football and he throws it to the wide receiver and rarely yes sometimes in life we have those amazing moments where we make the beeline to the touchdown and that's awesome but most of the time you know what we're here to learn is our sole curriculum so whatever it is that we want to get to what we want we get to be we get to learn what it is that's going to help us actually receive what we want because here's the thing let's say you want a relationship you're going to like oh i want the relationship but you haven't worked on your own worthiness and your own vulnerability so let's say you got that relationship overnight would you really be able to carry that and receive it fully and to know that you're worth it right so all those relationships that took you off course were there to teach you about your worthiness each and every guy that screwed you over that didn't treat you right was a way for you to learn how to take on your own worth and to claim it so that part of us that thinks that like all the things that we made mistakes with all the times we took three steps back are all the ways that we are actually becoming deeper and richer in our experience to be able to then embrace what it is that we want so our mess all those mistakes all those places that we didn't do it right or perfect that we showed up messy and vulnerable are our, our mess is our message because had you not learned had you not had the mess you wouldn't be able to help people and give your message and I wouldn't be able to help people It would be boring for me to be like, okay, guys, just don't be perfect and just tell people that and not really be able to tell them about how hard it was to not be perfect and how painful it was to go through the things that I went through. But how amazing it is that I've learned to overcome that feeling of not being perfect and overcome the voices that tell me that I'm not enough and still show up in the world as my authentic light and self and to be received and to be able to receive that love and validation from not only the outside world, but know that it lives inside myself. So your mess is your message, you guys, wherever you feel like you're not taking all those steps forward and you're taking those steps back, those steps back are what creates your masterpiece. And so if you can learn to love
0: that and know that your soul line is really where it matters so beautiful oh my god I got this like whole wave of like just like chills and goosebumps because honestly like this is the message that I wish I heard like three years ago but back then nobody told me that so I really struggled through like you said getting into those messy relationships like like literally being walked all over just like what is going on like why do i keep on doing that but yeah like it's so true because now i can draw upon all these examples of being cheated on of being lied to and whatever and be like yeah that's what got me to where i am today and it's just so powerful i think the way that you put it is for us to reframe the way that we look at our challenges that we look at the things that happen they're not things that happen to us. It's not like these poor, oh, sad me victim moments, but really to have that positive spin of like, this is what empowers me to now take this mess and turn it into my message. So I absolutely love that. And so when women are able to, you know, take their mess and turn that into their message and to go out there and share it you know, I know you talk a bit about unshakable confidence and how it's really important to be your most confident self. So what does that look like for you to have that unshakable confidence and self-worth? And why do you think it's really important for more women to step into that?
1: Absolutely. Because, you know, for me, confidence is not, it's not just like, Because I think a lot of people think, well, confidence is me walking into a room Mm -hmm. and everybody knowing that I'm the most amazing, magnetic, powerful, confident person in that room. Mm -hmm. And that's where the paradigm is off because it's not about other people knowing it. It's Mm -hmm. that you fucking know it, that you (laughs) embrace that. It's a vibration inside of you that compels you, compels you to share yourself with the world, to spread your light, to be seen, to be heard. Mm -hmm. And confidence is hearing and seeing yourself when you don't, when no one else does. Confidence Mm -hmm. is rising above the voices and the not enoughness to really reconnect with your truth and the love that lives inside of you to embracing that mess confidence is knowing that you're fully supported and loved by the universe and trusting that you don't need a roadmap each and every step to know that you've got this and that you're gonna figure it out on the way I call it ATFSO the ability to figure shit out like, that's <laughs> true confidence. like you you know it's not your resources it's your resourcefulness that's true confidence that you know that you're the highest version of yourself will show up When you are pushed to the wall, when you are facing those challenges, you know that that highest version of you is going to show up. And that's what I teach my clients to rely on that inner light, that inner strength, that inner vibration that will always get you through the tough times. So that's confidence.
0: Holy crap, you were just on a stage right there. I just want to <laughs> let you know. Like, that's exactly how I saw you. I was just shining on a stage. I absolutely love that. And yeah, like, I think confidence, like you said, it comes from the inside first. And that's where a lot of us run into the struggle, like we said earlier, we're looking at this box of like, Oh, what does society want? Oh, it's that I walk into a room and like I'm speaking loudly or I'm carrying myself in a certain way. Sure. You can do that. If that's the way that makes you feel confident, but it totally has to start from within first. And I think so closely related to that is this whole notion of self love, right? That we start to appreciate and love ourselves first. And so what are some of your top tips and advice when it comes to embodying more self love and appreciation on a daily basis? Now, I know a lot of times, you know, we think about self-love as just like the bubble baths, the reading on Sundays, the taking yourself out to shopping, Victoria's Secret, although that's great, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the only way. So what are some of your ways in terms of like shifting really at the mindset level to really love yourself deeper? Yeah, thank you for that question. Because I think that like one of my
1: missions is to really read like, my mission is to just redesign what self love is because I think there's a big misunderstanding of it. Because yes, all those things are great, but if you're taking a bubble bath and thinking about all the ways you didn't do the shit today, or you know how you're not enough, that's not self love. You know, that's like a shortcut. It's like that's the doing, yeah. not the being. And so the beingness yeah. is this. I always say like, you, it, you get to treat yourself like your best friend or the child that you love, or the pet that you love. We're both cat mamas. So mm-hmm. like, do we speak to the people that we love the way that we would speak to ourselves? So that looks like, it's and a lot of people think self-love is like positive, be positive all the time. That's BS. Self-love is being receptive. Self-love is listening yourself, like truly listening to what you need. You know, when mm-hmm. you're feeling low, What is it that I need right now rather than bypassing myself and telling myself I should be happy. I should feel confident. There's no shoulding in self love. It's truly like, where are you at and can I meet you there? And what do you really need right now from, from your higher self? Like I always see it as this. So I do a lot of inner child work. And so it's about like cultivating that compassion with yourself that like you get to be compassionate and patient with that little girl inside of you. Because that's where our fears and our sadness and our, you know, and our shame and all those feelings that we don't like come from. It comes from that little girl, the little girl that felt like she had to be perfect, that she had to be right to be loved. So it's about holding her in a loving space, a compassionate space and asking, what do you need right now? And giving her that like, you're enough right now. And again, not bypassing her to you're enough like I hear you. I know you're scared and it's okay if you need to cry, if you need to scream. That's okay. Like everything is okay in a space of self-love. There is this urge to judge ourselves to when we have, you know, here's the thing, when we get into personal growth, sometimes it can be a crutch because we know everything, yet we don't know why we can't do it. And this is hugely part of my mission is to take my clients from knowing from knowing everything to actually doing it because we can beat ourselves up over and over and over. And I was stuck for many years because I knew all the things I had to do, but I didn't understand why I couldn't get myself beyond the feeling to the action. And so it was like a, a negative vicious cycle because I would judge myself on it. And when you judge yourself, you stay stuck in that. And so judgment of self is, not what self-love is mm-hmm. you know and if you judge yourself you go okay you know what I'm judging myself you don't judge the judging you
0: know <laughs> oh It's it. like this never-ending cycle you're judging your judger who's judging you <laughs> yes.
1: you're never going to get out of that black hole so it's it's just acceptance truly self-love is accepting exactly where you are mm-hmm. and knowing that you're going to rise to something greater but you are enough right now and that's okay yeah
0: Yeah. I love that so much and that's something that I have been practicing a lot too is accepting all feelings as they are not feeling this need of like immediately shifting or shaming myself for like oh like you shouldn't be feeling bad like you said like you don't have the shoulds right but actually just like sitting with the feeling because Also, since everything is temporary, you also see how, when you give yourself that space to experience, to just be like, Oh, you know, like sitting with it, like, Oh, why is it here? What is this trying to tell me? And then letting it go immediately, you create that space to gradually go up to those higher vibrational feelings. And I love also the stuff that you're talking about with the little girl inside, because I felt that as well was like, you know, like trying to learn all the stuff on the outside, but it's like, why am I not doing the thing? Like there are scary things that I know that I should be doing. Why am I not doing it? But it's because of the wounds and the fears of the little girl inside. And so what are some of your favorite practices around doing the inner child work to really heal that relationship with her?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I had a very powerful morning practice, which, you know, it's, it's, it's so important to have a morning practice to be able to tap back into self-love and I'll say to the people that are listening I think a lot of people think the morning practice is like I gotta meditate I gotta do this and it's like some like it's some algorithm you gotta do ultimately morning practice is about you getting to a place in your heart of love for yourself and then taking that and using your mind to activate all of that as well. Because for me, the my favorite self-love practices, I love tapping, number one. Mm-hmm. So I walk, you know, my, the way that I walk my clients through the program, I call, my coaching program is a heart-based method. So this is what I do in the morning. So heart H means really connecting with my hurts and my history. Mm-hmm. Like what was what it in my day or my week that really hurt me, that I'm really like perseverating on? E is then emotionally and energetically releasing that stuff. So I do a lot of tapping. I do a lot of journaling and dumping and just getting really connected to my body as a conduit for my feelings. So if I'm not really sure what I'm feeling, I just get present with my body and I allow whatever energy wants to move through me, move through me. And oftentimes if I just am still with myself, the tears will come, the sadness will come, all the stuff that I've been maybe pushing down during the week or the day to in order to function and be, you know, the image of what I want um, myself to be in the world. So I get to remind myself that that's important too. And then really then aligning myself, accepting myself for where I'm at, and then aligning myself with who I know I can be. Mm -hmm. What are the strengths? One of the most powerful questions that I ask myself is, what are the strengths that have gotten me to where I'm at? And I always go back to my resilience and my compassion and my faith. And so I bring those strengths back out because when we feel lost, when we feel disconnected from, where, from our true selves, it's because we're not honoring, we're not being that person. Mm-hmm. So then I get to remind myself, well, who do I get to be now? Do I get to be resilient? Do I get to be in faith and trust of my process? So that's how I come back into self-love with myself. Um, and then I always do like a prayer. I, I'm really connected to universe and God, and so I do an affirmative prayer that really, number one, recognizes my journey and the support and love that I'm receiving, and thanking everything that I've gone through, all the challenges, all the things that I may have judged during the week, thanking universe God for that. And then just affirming that everything that I'm like wanting is already happening, that it's already making its way towards me. And I just am willing to receive it, to open my arms and my heart up to receive it and to know that I'm fully worthy of it.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. So many powerful practices. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into the part where you're talking about, you know, all the hurts that you may have experienced. And I want to chat a bit about being vulnerable about these hurts. And I think that this is something that a lot of women struggle with, right? Like we internalize a lot of things, because like you said, we often have this image of us that we want to show up in the world as. And it's great when we have that regular release that we allow, ourselves to really face that and be open and vulnerable with it but for some women it's scary it's fearful because the judger comes back in right she goes like oh i shouldn't be feeling this way oh i shouldn't be talking about this so especially you know being on that path to building unshakable confidence how would you help women who are struggling with speaking up and being vulnerable really allow their light to be seen and their words to be heard? Because I know that this is something that so many women need support in is to really let it out and not feel afraid to do that.
1: Yeah, I would say that again this is all my work. It's like the embodiment piece. Because again, we may know that we need to be vulnerable. We may know that we need to speak our truth, but unless we're really tapped into our heart mm-hmm. and really allowing ourselves to heal all those places that are keeping us from because we all want this. Like, yeah. you know, we're we're most of the people that come to me, they know that there's something that's calling them, but it's like I'm the guide to get them to that place because so often we are surviving in our head and Mm -hmm. as perfectionistic, high achieving women, that is what's gotten us where we are. So it's very difficult to leave that behind. And it's not about leaving the brain and the mind behind, but it's about now forging a communication with that part of us that maybe we're afraid to go. Like you said, it's scary to go to those places because then it's going to open up this whole big Pandora's box. And it doesn't have to be scary. Like there's so many techniques that I use. I do do inner child work that gets you really connected to those feelings, but I do NLP, which really can help you connect with the the negative emotions that are blocking you from truly being you without having to really relive it all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's many ways to do it. Also somatic work, like I mentioned, like really connecting to your body and allowing that to heal the emotion rather than going into the like, oh my God, I'm crying. I'm like, you know, on the floor, like really, you know, hurting. And when we release the negative emotions, when we heal the limiting beliefs, like I'm afraid to speak my truth because people are going to judge me and not love me. Or if you've been taught to suppress it and you're not safe to share what you want to share. When we heal those things, that's when you can start to really then give it because then you feel safe. Then you really like, let go of all the things that are weighing you down. I I see it as this, it's like, we all have veils that really keep us from seeing our true self and our true light. And the work that I help my clients do is just lifting each veil one at a time Mm -hmm. and really allowing you to see twenty twenty who you really are and what you're here to give and say and do and be. And so it's just really about lifting all those blocks that keep us from that. Um, But you gotta do the work to get there. You can't just mentally
0: bypass it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you have to commit to the work and I think the commitment to it and showing up, especially when it gets a bit uncomfortable is really where the key is at because it's easy to be like, okay, like this is uncomfortable, I don't wanna do this, but it's about showing up regardless. And specifically within NLP, what are some of your favorite techniques for letting go of those negative emotions?
1: Well like I mentioned time is absolutely amazing because mm-hmm. again it's like I don't remember a lot of my childhood at all yeah. and so time is one of those techniques where you don't have to remember the details. Yeah. It's really just a, a, a it's a method to really get to the learning to like where did I learn this belief or negative emotion and because our ego holds on to it because it's there to protect us. But if we can just get the learnings and then let go of the belief and the negative emotion, then our subconscious will be like, okay, there's safety here because our subconscious is really there to protect us. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't know that there's another way to protect us, it's going to hold on to the emotion and the belief. So it's about allowing the subconscious to understand that there's something deeper than that that can help us and serve us and protect us rather than the the baggage, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So time is amazing. I love parts integration. Mm-hmm. Usually there's a thing called parts integration, which is really connected to my mission of really getting women to into wholeness and to really accepting all of ourselves. And so parts is like, when we have times where we feel like this part of us wants to share our truth and be seen, but there's a part of us, it's like, no, hell no, I'm going to stay mm-hmm. in this very like cocoon because I'm scared and I don't want people to see or judge me. So those parts of us create this like inner noise and this battle within us that create a lot of like, it sucks our energy. It sucks our light. It just, it really hurts us. And so if we can bring those parts together and subconsciously integrate them so that they know that they're part of a greater whole, it's the most beautiful process. It's really a process of self-love. It's like accepting and loving all the parts of us rather than judging that part that doesn't want to be seen and heard and loving it just as much as you love the part of you that wants to like share your light and, and spread your message.
0: Yeah. I love those techniques too. And I think it's really interesting because as you were describing it, what came to mind for me is that all of these techniques basically tie back to what you were talking about earlier about your mess being your message it's about seeing that higher purpose of the mess which is what you do in time techniques to get the learnings which is what you do in parts integration to understand you know the higher purpose the greater purpose for why these parts were separated to begin with so i just love how everything fits in so seamlessly and in talking about coming back to wholeness, now i know that you know, forgiveness is definitely a big thing for allowing us to let go of negative emotions and things from the past to really allow us to return back to that wholeness. So do you have any specific forgiveness practices that you are into that has really helped you just let go of a lot of attachments to things that have happened in the past?
1: I mean, I think it's really forgiveness is really um becoming present, number one. Mm -hmm. So stopping all the noise and the doing. I do a practice um, at night where I forgive myself for three things. And then I acknowledge myself for three things Mm -hmm. because we go throughout our day, like thinking that we're not doing enough. And that's just like, it's always going to be there. That's what we learned. And it's, it's again, a loving part of us. It's trying to keep us on the wheel so that we keep doing and getting and being loved and validated. And it's really like, okay, spending the time in the night than to go, you know, I forgive myself for judging myself that I'm not enough. I forgive myself for believing that, you know, somebody, um, you know, for taking something personally, or I forgive myself for, Not showing up in the way that I know I can, but still loving myself and then acknowledging myself because we don't acknowledge ourselves for the little wins. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing is acknowledging all the little ways that you showed up today. Like you got up out of bed, you brushed your hair, you put makeup on, you curled your hair. Like that (laughs) stuff is like, it's not like without, it, it doesn't go without acknowledgement. Like this is stuff that we're doing. How did you make a difference, even in the smallest way? So, It's forgiveness followed with acknowledgement because sometimes I also think forgiveness is then implying that you did something wrong Mm -hmm. and it's not that you are doing anything wrong. It's also realizing like with compassion that this is what I learned Mm -hmm. and, and just like a baby that's learning to walk, how long has your personal growth journey been? Mine's only been like five or six years. So would I expect that six-year-old to be freaking like killing it in the world and doing everything perfectly and seamlessly? No. So I get to have compassion
0: for that part of
1: myself
0: that's still learning. Yeah, I love that so much. I love the analogy. Because, yeah, like with kids, it's like, we're like, oh, like, good job. Like, yay, go you, you all, you tripped. Oh, my God, you're so cute. But it's like, when it comes to ourselves, it's like, I can't believe you're fucking good, bad, you're stupid, but blah, blah. And like, all that chatter can come up. So I love that analogy. And I also want to ask you more, because you mentioned earlier about trusting in the universe and having faith. So I wanted to dive a little bit deeper too, to understand like, how has that, you know, experience been for you and how has that really kind of progressed with time in building that trust? What does that look like for you over the last, you know, five years of your self development journey? Because I know for myself, in the very beginning stages, like when I read The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein, I think like about four or five years ago, I was like, I don't get this. This is weird. Like, it makes no sense. What higher power? What are you talking about? I've got me, myself, and I, you know? So what has been your journey like with trusting and how have you gotten to this point now in your life where you're like, yeah, like I know I'm supported. There's like no doubt about that.
1: It's interesting. I have definitely had um, a fickle relationship with the universe because of, you know, because I believe that, you know, the more we progress, the deeper the healing, right? And sometimes for a feedback sensitive person like myself, if I'm not, if if I'm still being challenged, yeah. and I keep getting tests, after tests, which I consider them tests because as an immigrant, everything is a test, everything is a grade, and I grade myself, and I still somewhat have this belief about, like, it's like a Donkey Kong game, like, I gotta get, like, to this level and pass this level and get an A to get to the next level, and I've been learning to extricate myself from that, that viewpoint and to see that it's not, like, levels that you have to pass and get perfect grades with. But that, again, it's that masterpiece. Like, if you looked at that piece of art, just from, like, a small, like, pinpoint point of view and see the mess and the scribbles, you wouldn't get it. Mm -hmm. But if you step away and you see that it's a masterpiece, then you can learn that this is actually for a reason and that it's beautiful and people are going to pay five bajillion dollars for this masterpiece. So, like, love it. So, why I say it's been a fickle relationship with the universe is because when I keep getting tested, mm-hmm. I keep saying, like, "What do you want me to learn? What is it? Like I don't know the how and I think a lot of my clients, I attract them because we're all like we want we know where we want to go, but yeah. we don't know how to get there. And I know that I am going through this right now because i am it's about me letting go of the how. Mm-hmm. It's about me truly just being with where I'm at and accepting it. And I don't have to just fix it all the time. And, and every time I allow myself to reconnect to my truth, the universe always rewards me with just that knowing that I am on the right path, that every, like everything that I'm going through, like this week, whatever I went through, really like is deepening my level of understanding and my ability to help other people. And so I just know by staying connected to my process, it really is staying connected to my process and trusting that even despite the pain and whatever I'm going through and the frustration, that if I just say I'm willing to the universe, I'm willing to see things differently, I'm willing to receive the blessings, then what happens is it generally will, it comes through and that's the feed. all the feedback I need is that I am loved and supported and it doesn't have to be perfect um so I don't know if that answers your question but it's just
0: that's how I yeah yeah for sure like I can totally relate to those tests after tests they're just like (laughs) oh, why am I not getting an A on this? Like, I don't get it. Why do you keep showing up? And the worst thing is, is like, I don't even know how to study for this. You know, it's I like, know. Oh, I did not see it coming. <laughs> like I'm pulling out all
1: my tools and all my things. And I'm like, what the hell? What am I doing wrong? And, and it's, it's me truly learning that it's not that I'm doing anything wrong.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. It's really about like you said, trusting in that everything that you're being presented with is taking you to exactly where you need to be. So I love that so much. And my next question for you is what keeps you going? You know, like what keeps you going in your light work and doing this work? And in all of your big, you know, dreams and ambitions and your mission of empowering all these women? Like what really drives you and gets you excited every single day to be like, this is the work that I'm here to do. Even when challenges come up, even when <laughs> I like to say sometimes the universe kind of slaps you left and right.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it you motivated. How,
0: how committed are you? <laughs> um,
1: you know, to be honest, like it's, it's a sense of purpose. It's a sense of like, this is really Like, I believe that life happens through us. And I, you know, when I came to my spiritual awakening and I followed the path, you know, and I really just wanted more mastery over my life, I ended up in a coaching program having no intention of being a coach, no intention of leaving my medical career. Mm -hmm. And I knew literally within like the first one or two clients that I coached, you know, I knew that this was my calling and my purpose because it was something, it's hard to explain. And you can understand this, I'm sure. It's just, it's just an inner knowing that this is what I'm here to do. And I'm not complete without it. Like it's, it's like, it's like my, it's like my breath. I'm not complete without helping people learn to love themselves. I'm not complete without expressing my message of self-love and compassion and, you know, acceptance. And so it's just, it breathes me. I don't know how else to, to say it. Like it just, It's just something that's a part of me. And that's what I help my clients do is to get out of their heads so that they can truly connect with their joy. And when you follow your joy and what makes you happy and what makes you feel whole, you will find your purpose. It's not outside of you. It's already in you, but it's about lifting all those veils and beliefs and negative emotions that keep you from really seeing it. So that's what keeps me going. You know, that's what really, you know, gets me through the tough times and knowing that um, that the universe has my back, that I'm not alone in this.
0: Yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. And it's hard to put words to it. And I think you did a great job, but really it just like, is that knowingness? Like you said, it's like, you just wake up. You're like, this is just part of who I am. This is part of my DNA. It's part of my essence is what I'm here to do. Like there is no other way essentially. And that really does like that fire under you. To keep you, you know, like focus and continuing to move in that direction. And so, my next question for you is What are you manifesting in your next level of reality? So, what are some of the exciting things that you are calling into your life, specifically within business, within your work, but also within love life, adventures, and things like that? <laughs> Oh my God. I got the chills. Thank you for this. question. You're welcome. Um, I want you to say it out loud. That's why I want you to speak
1: it into existence. I am so going to declare it because to be honest, I finally feel like I'm at that place of embodied worthiness where I truly believe it. Cause this manifestation work, I used to laugh at it because <laughs> I didn't truly really believe it, you know, because I didn't really fully receive it. And so I really am manifesting, okay, so in my career, I'm manifesting, really taking this on 100% as a coach and a speaker, you know, really allowing myself to leave my medical career full time so that I'm manifesting the money that it's going to take for me to be able to step fully into my calling and my purpose. I'm manifesting dream one-on-one clients that are committed to really shifting their life and owning themselves unapologetically and giving their light and purpose to the world. I'm manifesting my desire and dream to be an international speaker. Like I've already manifested three opportunities, one of which is coming up next week where like when I'm on a stage, when I'm speaking my truth, I am like, nothing can stop me. Like that's when I know I am a channel because I literally black out and I just speak from like what's moving me, the energy of life in the universe. And so I'm manifesting multiple speaking opportunities to grow my audience, to really share my message with the world and empower people to really love themselves and own their, to own their mess and to own their journey so that they, that we can start to like give this to the world and this is what's going to heal the world. I'm manifesting my soul partnership. Like I am so lit up right now because that man is coming. And I know that it's really about me knowing that I'm worthy of it, not because of what I do or what I say or who I am, but it's just because I'm worthy of it. And so I am stepping into that worthiness. And I know every day who that man is and how I feel around him And I'm just so freaking excited to have him in my life and to be able to grow our lives together and share just our purpose and calling together and just, um, just to be adventuring through life together, manifesting amazing vitality and health and energy, Mm -hmm. because I'll say that as an independent driven woman, I put that kind of to the side and it's time for me to really reconnect with my health and to allow myself to receive Energy and health, you know, rather than just the heart and the head. So these are all the things that I'm manifesting and a tribe just like you, you know, I longed for tribe this year at the beginning of this year, I said, I am calling in those soul friendships because I have felt alone my whole life. And doing it alone was my badge of honor. And now it's like really allowing myself to be connected to beautiful, amazing women just like you. And I've already called in these friendships and just to continue to grow that tribe is something that I am declaring in my life moving forward.
0: Yes. Okay. Snap so many, (laughs) so many things. (laughs) I am honestly so excited for you. You probably saw me kind of like grinning and smiling like a weirdo over here. Like my cheeks hurt. But that's because like, I already see you as that person having all of those things. And for those of you who are listening, you have to go watch Katie on video and best like better yet, like go watch her in person at one of her (laughs) because she is absolutely magical. Like whenever I watch you speak, I just start crying. And like, even just now, I'm like, okay, Ellen, do not cry on this podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, You are absolutely magical. And I'm so excited for the world to have you shine full time and to share your message to empower all of these other beautiful women to step into their power. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And yes, you are totally a channel because I have seen that have seen you literally like try to write a script and then you like throw it to the side you're like never mind like the spirit is taking over so oh, i'm so excited for you this is all so amazing it is so absolutely done the universe got your back everything is coming and i can't wait to receive that text from you telling me where you met your soulmate partner <laughs> i know i can't wait either fabulous yeah. <laughs> And so my last question for you is if you were able to create for yourself one mantra to reaffirm your badassery, what would it be?
1: Okay. I, let me think because there's so (laughs) many, I mean, I guess I would just say to myself, You know already who you are and what you're here to give, and just reconnect to love inside of yourself, and you will find yourself again. That's wow. it.
0: So beautiful, I love it. And I saw you connecting there to something, yeah, just... to allow that to come through. That is so beautiful, and so it is. Like, I am just so lit up from this conversation and I'm sure my audience is as well. So if you can just let us know how my audience can connect with you, get to be in your energy, chat with you, learn more about working with you, all that great stuff, where can they find you?
1: Absolutely. And I'm so excited um, to grow my audience and to connect with all of you listening. So you can find me at, at coach Katie, sorry, coach underscore Katie underscore MD. I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, I have my website, which is www.coachkdmd.com. But DM me, you can find me on Instagram so easily. You can find me on my website. I've got, you know, my confidence curriculum, which is my 12-week confidence uh, coaching one-on-one intensive, where I'll help you step into the brightest and most amazing, worthy, empowered version of yourself. I also have amazing intensive breakthrough days, which is my confidence 2.0 program, which Yay. will get you through those negative emotions, limiting beliefs that are hiding you, lifting the veil so that you be your most authentic, lit up badass self. Um, and just reach out to me. I love doing stories, so I'm always putting out stories on my Instagram. So wanna hear from you. I would love to. Talk, talk to you. Hop on a call. Support you in any way that I can. Because you are not alone, you guys. This is really like we're all walking each other home. And it's so easy to get lost in our own fear, and our own sadness, our own not enoughness. And if you just reach out and know that you're supported, um, then that is how you start the journey. That is how you get through the journey.
0: That's how I got through my journey,
1: and I'm getting through my journey. So I'm here to support you in any way that I can.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for that. So grateful for you. And I'm going to drop all of those links in the show notes so that you guys listening can easily grab it. So thank you so much Katie for hopping on today with me to have this beautiful soul sister connected conversations. I'm so excited about all the great stuff that we were able to chat through today. And yeah, just so much love and gratitude for you. Please keep shining your light doing your thing because you are absolutely amazing.
1: I love you, Ella, and thank you so much for just blessing me
0: with your amazingness and your.
1: You are such an inspiration. I'm not kissing your ass; I'm truly just giving <laughs> your due acknowledgement because you really are an amazing, amazing woman, and I just look up to you and think you're amazing. And you know, us Asian sisters, we gotta support our journey, <laughs> and it doesn't have to be perfect, and it doesn't have to be right, and we get to just embrace our wholeness and just love ourselves for who we are, showing up as as and we're we're awesome we're so awesome and i wanted to add one more thing i'm talking this week on the waking the witch within summit i'll give ella the link to that Yay. So if you want to sign up for that that's free and i would love for you to listen to it i'm doing a talk on comparison breaking free of self-doubt Sweet. and standing out from the crowd so thank
0: Yay. you so so much I Link everything below for you guys and yes pre asian supporting asian yeah. <laughs> 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 Love you, girl. Thank you. you, girl. Thank you, you guys. Let's be real. How epic and amazing was that interview? Every single time Katie speaks, I literally want to cry, get goosebumps and chills all at the same time. This woman is changing the world every single second as she's speaking her truth. And it was such an honor to have her on this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode please, please, please be sure to take a screenshot, share on Instagram, tag myself and Katie as you are listening to this episode and let us know what you took away from it because we would love to chat more with you all about that. So thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode of the Badass Lightworker podcast and I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Badass Lightworker podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and this podcast, I would be forever grateful if you can subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, as that helps more badass lightworkers find this podcast. Let's be sure to keep in touch. You can find me over on Instagram at Samela, on Facebook in my Facebook group, Badass Lightworker Tribe, or over on my website, psmella.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, go up there, shine your light, and make some massive impact. I love you.